The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello, and welcome back to Two Millennials One Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Richmond. And I'm Ethan Gable, and we are both sick. Very. And so I apologize if this episode sounds like I have frogs in my throat. Ribbit. And today, (laughs) we are talking about patriotism. Before we get started, though, please share this show, repost this show, tell your grandma and your aunt and your mom and your dad about it. Especially all those of you in my grade, now that you're all at college, think about how wide this could get because we all went different places. Absolutely. Share it with your new roomies. Share it with your old roomies. Share with whoever. Like I was saying, find us on (laughs) Stitcher and CastBox and Apple Podcasts and all the normal places. And I kind of started to update the Spotify playlist, but mine's really did me dirty on that whole... Zelda four-hour long song. So I just picked one of them. Good enough. All right, as we were saying in the intro, we're talking about patriotism. And you may be saying, why are two millennials talking about patriotism? Well, it's people kneeling during the national anthem at specifically football games. Did you happen to see the article I reshared on my Facebook page? What was it about? It was about the whole kneeling thing, and it was a picture of Colin Kaepernick kneeling, but then someone standing up next to him saying the pledge, and it was a quote like from the guy saying, like, I stand because I support blah, 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 and here, I'll just find it later. But basically, he was saying, like, he stands for those who can't, and... Colin Kaepernick kneels for those who care as well. They both stand for the same thing, essentially. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. The one guy stands for the rights for Colin Kaepernick to kneel, and he agrees with his position or his right to do so. Why this is coming up now, if you've been living under a rock, Colin Kaepernick just got a huge contract from Nike. I don't understand what the big deal about that is. Well... Half the country hates Colin Kaepernick because he was the one who started the kneeling thing. During okay, the but he's anthem. just an athlete. He is just an athlete. And he decided that he didn't like police brutality or just the racism that exists in America. So he took a knee during the national anthem and he was totally blacklisted from the NFL. And Nike comes in and gives him a giant contract. And that other half of America is really bitter about that. So, I mean, we kind of threw our opinions out there to begin with already, but I mean, just for the record, do you have any problem with any athlete or anyone kneeling during the national anthem? Absolutely not. Some of the girls, when we would go to, where did we go to? Helias, I think. When they would do all their Catholic stuff before the game, some of the girls just stood there without, you know, praying or without doing the religious parts. So why can't we just do the same thing in national sports? You don't feel it's disrespectful to those who have fought and died for No, your... that's what they fought for. Exactly. And I agree with that 100%. This is America. It is hypothetically, supposedly a free country. If you want to kneel during the national anthem, do it. You have that right. Okay, you ready for the... It's like a poem, kind of. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, so he says, I stand to honor the promise the flag represents. You kneel because that promise has been broken. I stand to affirm my belief that all are created equal and to fight alongside you for that promise. You kneel because too few stand with you. I stand because we can be better. You kneel to remind us to be better. I stand to honor all that have fought and died so that we may be free, and you kneel because not all of us are. I stand because I can, and you kneel for those who can't. I stand to defend your right to kneel, and you kneel to defend my right to stand. 
I stand because I love this country, and you kneel because you love it too. Yeah. I like was sitting in my room snapping when I read that. I was like, I cannot get behind something so much than that. Sometimes I struggle to get all my thoughts together on something that I feel so passionately about. And so when somebody says it so precisely and clearly like that, I'm really happy that I found it. I agree. That's a very eloquent way to express exactly how I feel as well. I don't think Colin Kaepernick or any of the other NFL players are fundamentally wrong. If you truly believe that you as a person or you as a race are not getting the full American experience or what we are promised as Americans, then feel free to kneel. If that's your protest, great. You could be protesting that in such worse ways. Right, because when did kneeling become a sign of disrespect? In all of history, it's been shown as a sign of respect. When you get knighted, you kneel. And when, I don't know, when you propose, you're kneeling. And so it's a sign of respect, I guess. Right, but to the typical... I don't even know what typical, just the God-fearing American male, essentially, uh, unless you are standing up straight with your hand over your heart, looking at the red, white, and blue, then that's not good enough. You're not showing enough respect. I feel like a lot of it, too, is coming from the military themselves not speaking up about it and saying, like, hey, this is what we're doing so that you can have those freedoms, and if your freedoms are getting trampled on, you do have a right to protest. In my experience or what I've read, it seems almost, I wouldn't say 50-50 split, but there's a split. There are military members that absolutely hate Colin Kaepernick and all of the other NFL people. I mean, the NFL is in huge trouble right now. These protests have caused enough people to quit watching football where their bottom line of income is going down. See, that's why I think that the military just needs to make a statement about it so that everybody can be on the same page. Right, but if the individual military members aren't on the same page... I doubt the higher-ups or the people that are in charge of the military all agree on that as well. Yeah. And like I said, there's some that will go up to bat for them and say, yeah, I fought for their right to kneel. But then there's just as many that say that's so disrespectful. Well, because some people don't understand that there are inequalities and that there are problems to be kneeling for. He isn't doing it to crap on the country. He's doing it to bring attention to the fact that we are struggling and we aren't treating people the way they should be. And there is a problem. I think that people just need to understand that that's why he's kneeling, not to be disrespectful, but to draw attention. How do you feel about the argument that some hardcore conservatives make about the fact that these football teams are private corporations, essentially, and that the owners of these football teams should compel their players to stand during the national anthem or be fired? Well, I think since they are private entities, that they don't have to comply with anything else. They don't have to make their team members do something just because an overarching thing says to do it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Because like if the government said all schools have to do it, then we would have to do it. But like private schools wouldn't have to. Yeah, I suppose. I get the argument of them being corporations and you could hypothetically make your workers do whatever you want them to. But I don't know. There's a line there. Does that infringe on your personal freedom? Like there, I think it does. There are some things that work cannot make you do. Right. Because work can't make you pray. And I know that I keep going back to that, but I feel like it's the same type of thing. And so I, I think that they don't have any grounds to make you stand or kneel or do any of the such. 
I think there is some distinction in the religion thing, though, not to go too much on a tangent, but I know if you want to work in some Christian schools that you have to at least have outward displays of belief and religion. So and I think that's constitutional because it is a private entity. Right. So you can probably make that argument in the NFL as well, but oh, that seems twisted. Didn't they used to stay in the locker rooms during this part of the game? Sure. They weren't always out on the field. I mean, that was something that was brought on by just the need for Americanism and support of the country. And it probably happened after 9-11. I have no, nothing to back yeah, where that did, up. Yeah, where did the tradition of singing the national anthem before sports events start? That's a great question. I honestly do not know. Me either. Have you ever felt compelled to kneel? No, but like even at our games, we aren't necessarily showing the utmost respect. Like we'll sing real loud and obnoxiously. So I guess some people could see that as, you know, being disrespectful. So I think that it's just, it's got to be the heart behind whatever you're doing. And I think that Kaepernick has said multiple times that he's not doing it to be disrespectful. He's doing it to say that change needs to happen. And so I think that that's what we need to focus on and stop putting other emotions and other thoughts onto him. And just like using that as someone's agenda. Yeah, that's fair. I always think about kneeling. I'm very blessed as an American. I've had a great life, but I understand that not everyone has. And I'm not about standing and honoring something that isn't as good as it could be. Right. Like, I'm not about to support this country that is failing some of its people years after slavery has been abolished. And we thought that we had come so far, and yet we're just retrogressing. And it's not something that I'm proud of. And so I don't want to support them. Right. So I have that internal monologue every time I hear the national anthem, but I always stand. I feel like I'd be eviscerated in this town if I kneeled during the national anthem. It definitely depends. There are kids just in the high school that are either completely against the kneeling thing or all for it. And we saw that during the times when like, we were doing the protests and the rallies. You could see that there were kids that were really passionate about change and equality and things like that and others that were really adamant about their conservative ways. I think that it would just depend on what class you're in. For me, all of this boils down to the right and left split. And I hate to even call this out because this is part of the problem with America is we are so split. But this seems to be an issue that the right has. They are extremely unhappy that black people or athletes or whoever is kneeling and for a party and a side of political philosophy that preaches limited government, what they're demanding is essentially forced patriotism. You have to stand, or it should be a law that you stand. And we're not Russia. Exactly. That's the difference between us and North Korea. We can sit these things out. If we're not believing this anthem and what all of the promises to Americans, we don't feel those are being fulfilled, then that's our right to not do that. And I feel like the right, the political right, is saying that, no, you have to. That defeats the purpose. How are you going to love America and be patriotic and respect this country if you're being forced to do something? I feel like they're just very pick and choosy. They don't really understand the full extent of what is happening and they don't do their full research and they just see something and then get angry and have that knee-jerk reaction. And I think that it definitely needs to be evaluated. Right. But are they going to question it? Are they going to push the boundaries of their opinions and their thoughts on that? Or are they just going to watch Fox News for the next 10 hours where you hear how bad Colin Kaepernick is? I think that they like to feel validated. So they'll probably only surround themselves with people that, you know, agree with their opinion. I had some family members talking on Facebook the other day he posted about how like Colin Kaepernick was a disgrace and he won't be buying Nike anymore and then one of my other cousins was like I don't know what you're talking about and really just 
toasted on him. You bring up an interesting thing. All of the people boycotting Nike and like getting scissors out and cutting Nike emblems off their clothes. Those are the same exact people that would call you a snowflake. Yeah. That would complain about who knows what. What kind of society are we living in? Your company that made your shoes is paying someone to be a sponsor and you decide you need to cut your shoes up or burn your shoes. Like, well, If liberals were doing it, we would be called pansies and snowflakes and sensitive... Nancys, but yeah. But if the, the right does it, they're defenders of the culture and culture warriors. It's, it's so backwards and but it's a giant waste of money. That's what it is. Sure. If I went and burnt my brand new tennis shoes, my parents would be... T- Definitely. And yeah, it's a total waste. I get the whole boycott thing. If there's truly a company that you don't stand with or you think are supporting things you don't agree with, that's fine. But don't be hypocritical. You got to back that up. If you're going to do that, then you can't call a liberal a snowflake for deciding not to... I don't know. Use uh, straws. Use straws, sure. That doesn't make you a snowflake. That makes you environmentally conscious. But you are the snowflake, and I am the culture warrior who just ripped up my wardrobe. I've gotten trashed on since that episode about, like, oh, my gosh, you're such an eco-freak, and, like, what a liberal, and... Ooh, you got me. <laughs> right. And just, again, your goal is to protect the environment. This is turning into a trashing the right thing. But, <laughs> yeah. but the whole environmental movement came from Republicanism. They created that sucker. They created the EPA. It's their baby. It's their baby. And you, you are the snowflake. You're the li- yep. liberal hippie freak. Oh, this ticks me off, Abby. <laughs> you sound very agitated. I am. I've been wanting to rant about this for a while. Yeah, we haven't ranted in a hot minute. And this is a good one to rant on because it's extremely topical. Something you said earlier about your family kind of darshing on each other about that reminded me of, I won't name names, but (laughs) the people that don't explicitly support the kneeling because they don't want to appear as like Nancy's. So they say, oh, I, I wish they would just shut up and play their sport. Or why do they have to make everything so political or bring so much attention to themselves? In my mind, that's just as bad as you hating them for kneeling. It's a free country. If they see something wrong and they want to kneel, do it. Think about how many people they're reaching. Because that's such a huge platform. Football players are people that not only younger kids look up to, but older men talk about and talk about stats and things like that. So if it's a platform that you know you're going to reach a lot of people, I'm all for you pushing your agenda. Like, you do that. Because that's what everyone does. Everyone uses their agenda or uses their platform wherever they're at in life to spread their message. I mean, that's no different than Laura Ingram on Fox News telling these people to shut up and dribble she's using her platform and her notoriety to spread this message of these people shouldn't have a say so why can't they use their limelight and their profession to do the same thing because if i were the one to have started this movement it wouldn't be a movement if i just knelt down during my soccer game like no one would blink an eye you're right these people have a unique situation and a unique audience that most normal people don't have and the fact that they are being shamed away from using it to the point where now most people don't need during the national anthem at all anymore because it's become that thing of like shoot i may get fired type right of how many other like artists and musicians have used their platform to push other types of things like right and i mean that's a scary thing too back around september 11th 2001 the dixie chicks uh, after we invaded iraq were like we're not okay with this we don't support this war. oh yeah and society just ruined them they quit buying their records and they destroyed this group the group had no notoriety after that yeah i don't know i feel like there's a certain aspect of this country that does not like to have opinions shared whatsoever unless it's their opinion 
Doesn't seem fair. Doesn't seem like America. Because your opinion's always right. Everyone thinks that. I think my opinion's right, but I feel like we should have the rights as Americans to express that. Like, the fact that this podcast is going to piss people off <laughs> is insane. Like, there are going to be people that ban their kids from listening to this or try but to get us removed from also SoundCloud. Also, there's going to be people sitting at home clapping along with what we stand for, and they're going to get excited just like I did reading that post about, you know, someone agreeing with what they stand for. I like being that kind of touch of liberal at the high school. I liked that. I mean, honestly, it's needed. You need some balance there. Great discussion. I just want to touch on this last thing here really quick. The Pledge of Allegiance, I put in the same category of the National Anthem, but way creepier. If you think about the Pledge of Allegiance, you're literally pledging allegiance to a flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. The fact that within the last two years, the state of Missouri has made it mandatory that that is recited every single day. I feel like it's kind of like a creed in a cult. It kind of sketches me out. Bless up. That's exactly what I think. And I know a lot of people are going to tune this off immediately Mm -hmm. or turn this off immediately because of that. But it, it is. It's like a chant that you're saying with respect to your country. Everyone has their hand over their heart and they're mummering it. That's weird. That's like that's yeah. some like a religious thing. That's like I mean it, the guy who wrote it was a Christian socialist. Everyone should dig into the story, but I do not feel comfortable doing that ever. What else did we used to say? I guess you probably wouldn't know. You haven't been around long enough. But we used to say something else as well at the Ray Miller and Primary that I was a fan of. It was talking about what our values were about being respectful and having tiger pride. Sure. Have tiger pride, but forcing people to stand and declare their allegiance to something sounds like a cult. Mm -hmm. It's the cult of America. Mm -hmm. So since they've enacted that law, I have not stood once for that. And it freaks my kids out. Yeah, you get you get hella toasted on for that. Yep. But if anyone asks, I have an infinite argument of why I don't do that or an explanation of why I don't do that. But right now, they're just freaked out. They think I hate America. And to go on the record, I love America. The fact I can get on a podcast and say this stuff, that is fantastic. Yeah. America's not perfect. I think there's stuff that could be done better. But don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of this country. I love my rights. I love my freedoms. And I would die for this country. I just think there's a lot of bullcrap that goes on, and I'm calling it out. Would you really die for this country? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and that's weird for me to say because there's a lot that I do not care for as far as, like, the government and how things run. And but that that's just how it's running right now. For sure, and there's how it's run in the past. But ultimately, what's better than this? And for, like, you and anyone I care about, yeah, I would put my life down so you could continue to live in a quote-unquote free country. I think we have a positive future, honestly. Looking at the kids and the generation that's coming up, I do think that change is going to start happening. I think it will, too. It's just, can we escape what is happening currently? Once like, all of them die. That, that's the thing. Thing. Is, is it going to be salvageable once they die? And I don't mean to generation shame, but legitimately these old white guys are screwing stuff up or they're very resistive to where the millennials and the Gen Zers and I mean, even the Generation X want to go. They just are very close-minded. And I think that is a generational thing for them. I think that a lot of millennials are open-minded and want to learn and that that's just a characteristic of us. But I don't know. We very much want to have our, not have our own opinions, but create our own opinions and be able to have something that's our own rather than just something that's been handed down or is learned. Agreed. 
And I hope we're allowed to express that and make the changes that are necessary to keep this country afloat and make it better. I mean, if you have people kneeling, you have multi-million dollar athletes kneeling during the national anthem because black people are getting killed in the street. We got work to do. There are things that could be improved, no matter what you think about this country and how cushy your life is. We've got work to do. I mean, because like even living my life, I don't notice a lot of adversity or anything like that. I'm very privileged and lucky in that sense, but I still am aware that it's happening. Sure. And you support the rights of other people to point those things out. Entirely. Do you think that that's because of who I am as a person, that I have a big heart? Or do you think that's because of the generation I grew up in? I think it's probably a culmination of a lot of things. I mean, you are a hippie liberal, so you would have to say those things, but you are also younger and younger people are typically more accepting. I mean, you hear that all the time about millennials and Gen Zers and just how diverse and open-minded we are. What is that song? It's like the times they are changing. That's some Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yep. They are changing. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that was passionate. Yeet. Yeet. We easily have offended most of the town with that one. Honestly, what's new, though? That's true. And if you've listened this far, kudos to you. If you're burning your Nikes and uh, raising the red, white, and blue above your home right now, kudos to you as well. It's a free country. Do whatever you want, dog. Darn right. My dude, do you have a song pick of the week for us? Well, so recently I've been heartbroken by this whole Demi Lovato situation and that can be a whole nother podcast, honestly. But I'm going to say her song Sober because it makes me cry every single time. And if you listen to the lyrics, your heart will break into a billion pieces and you'll want to cry and give her a hug and just tell her that things are okay. And it's really sad. Mm, yeah, that whole situation's a downer, no doubt. No kidding. And the fact that people are trashing on her. Yeah. Like, hello. She's obviously struggling. This song was a literal cry for help. And people are telling her that she's stupid. But then they cry about the fact that Mac Miller's dead. It's the same exact situation. Yep. On that note, though, <laughs> my song pick of the week, I'll go a little happier. I am just blown away by Taylor Swift and her ability to just do awesome things with music. Went to that concert and it was delightful. So I'm going to suggest one of her older tracks, Sparks Fly. Do you ever listen to any of her really old country stuff? Uh, Once in a blue moon, I stick to like Fearless through 1989. Teardrops on my guitar. That's a good one. Yeah. She had some good old songs. You belong with me. Yeah. Oh, man. Little me was like, oh, I cried about that song. Yeah. They hit you in the feels. Thanks for listening to us this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed our mini rants on forced patriotism in the state of America. Stay tuned for more rants. There will always be more. Check us out next week for another enthralling episode. That's your favorite word. It is. Love that word. Have I ever pointed that out to you before? You did last week. Oh, that's really funny. (laughs) Check us out next week for another great episode. Bye. (laughs) Bye.